pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quackett Smith. Me, oh my, I haven't enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on. Enjoy. Draft Rugby, the game they play online in heaven. Hello and welcome to the Draft Rugby Show, Season 5, Episode 25. We've got a very, very special episode for you today. I'm joined by my brother Nelson. Nelson, how are you going? Can't complain. Very happy to be here. Yeah, good to not do this in the middle of the night for once as well. Very good. And uh, we've got a very special guest today. He is an Aussie rugby legend, come rugby leader for the Pacific Islands. He's the second most capped Wallabies prop ever, having played 110 games. He's played 141 times for the Waratahs, including starting in the 2014 title winning team. He's played for Bordeaux, London Irish, and is now captain of Moana Pacifica, we're very excited to be joined by Sakopi Kepu, Maloelele. Hello, Sakopi, and Fefe Hake. How are you? Yeah, Maloelele, gentlemen. Uh, I'm I'm very well. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, nice to to jump on here. And thanks, to, thank you guys for making the time for, uh, to make it work. And I'm just glad that we're here and um, yeah, chat footy, I guess. Mate, we're we're very excited to have you on board. So so thanks for being here. We were chatting before the pod. We wanted to touch a little bit on, firstly, your career before we get into Moana Pacifica, which we we're excited to talk about. But I think one of the big things for us is being Aussie rugby fans. We know you grew up or, you know, spent a lot of time in New Zealand before coming back to Australia. And um, I think it's the biggest question for me, growing up with the dream to be an All Black, what sort of led you to your path to be a Wallaby? Yeah, um, thanks, guys. Um, look, I, I I guess growing up and, you know, you get to the stage where you know you were born in Australia and you're the old one now, uh, you know, the, of the family. Um, and it's kind of in your mind and, and you, you know, you have aspirations to be an All Black and you have these heroes as you grow up, you know, the likes of Sean Fitzpatrick and Jonah Lomu at the time. and yeah. But... Um, my older brother always used to say to me, um, bro, you'll play for the Wallabies one day. And he sort of planted that seed. And, you know, and and, and at the time I used to just watch the Wallabies and Griggs and, you know, Stephen Larkham and you had, you know, John Neals at the time. And that was sort of, you know, I was 10, you know, and you, and you, and you keep an eye, you know, you watch the All Blacks, but you sort of watch the Wallabies as well. And I sort of did that right, right, right the way through. And as I got older and, yeah, but uh, I used to just funny feelings. Hey, eh? you, you talk about butterflies, you talk about gut feeling, and you know every time I used to watch the Wallabies, it just there was just this feeling of shucks, man, that I, I could you know that I really enjoy watching them, and I, I I you know and but you never really spoke about it and told anyone, and my but my brother used to speak it over me, and um, yeah, when in two thousand and seven um, when I was sort of. I did three years with the, the Chiefs Water Training Group. Yep. You know, development. And you spend three three preseasons just getting grilled and just drilled and you know, you're training your preseasons. And uh it was at that point that I sort of thought, man, I just want to play super rugby, you know, and full stop. That was my ultimate dream was to play super rugby. Um yep. and my agent sort of threw it out to Ewan McKenzie at the Waratahs. At the time, and you know they 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 had just filled their roster with you know Timana Tahu and Lottie Takiri at the time, and um, but they sort of said, "Look, we're happy to have you come over. 
um, if you're good enough, we'll give you a crack. So um, that was it. That was that. And I, yeah, jumped on the plane with my wife and, and we, 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 we started the journey. And um, yeah, basically that's how it all happened. But yeah, if I'm sort of how it all started, yeah, it was, it was that. It was growing up knowing that I was born in Australia, had the Aussie passport, and uh, and I've only got the one um, until I got the Tongan passport. But yep. um, yeah, my brother pretty much ingrained that, and planted that seed, really. Talking about your, your brother, Sione, I, I got to yeah. play with him at Southern Districts. Oh, um, right. yeah, yeah. He, I think he was playing number eight when I was playing with yeah. him, going back to his, his old days. I know you played number eight originally as yeah. well. He uh, shifted to the wing and, and you shifted in tight into the props. Yeah. <laughs> the exact opposite direction as a, as a Tongan number eight, mate. That's that's going to be hard. How did how did that end up happening? Yeah, um, it was heartbreaking for me, old man. I think it's uh, <laughs> you know every every Tongan boy, Tongan kid growing up. You know, you look at the history. You know, you had Dotai Kefu, you had Wycliffe Palu, you know, you had Daniel Manu, all played in the back row. You know, Filipinao and um. Yeah, Willie Offangawe. I mean, you know, to 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 quietly mention the legend of uh, you know, he's got songs and everything written about him in Tongan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they paved the way, and so every Tongan boy's dream is is to play number eight. And uh, unfortunately, I ate too many meat pies and uh, ended up at the in the front row. <laughs> uh, but my brother, yeah, he went to Japan and ended up on the wing. So, um, but yeah, very. Yeah, that's how I ended up there. But um, I guess if I look back, it's I'm, I'm still playing because I believe that you know um, that was the right move for me, and and I'm just grateful that I'm I'm still playing. But yeah, at the time it was a bit uh, I was a bit oh I don't know I don't want to play front row I don't want to play tight, tight gritty rugby, yeah. but uh, here I am and, and definitely loving it. So essentially, we've got your brother Sioni, <clears throat> we've got the Chiefs, and we've got the company four and twenty. To thank for your career, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big, big boy. <laughs> um, a couple of people had a little bit of a role, right? Like, didn't um, Mike Ron and Steve Hansen stuff have a few yeah. calls and said, "Nah, you've, you've got to be playing in the props." Yeah, um, we. I, I went away on a trial in two thousand and five. Um, yes, it was two thousand. Um, and played in the number eight position the first couple of trials for New Zealand under nineteens and. Um, did really well, and then obviously there was there was a few number eights at the time. Uh, before the last trial, I um, Mike Cron sort of contacted me and said, "Look, um, really like the way you're playing, um, but we might we'll, we'll, you know we want to try you in that lucid prop." And I was like, "Oh," yeah. and I you know at the time you just want to play, you know you want to make these teams, and he sort of uh, stood me up, and then he sort of asked me to crouch into position, and he goes, "Oh yeah," like with a with with no doubt, he just looked at my shape and said, oh, you got it. I think you'll make a good prop. And I was like, that was it, eh? Um, <laughs> Did it take more than that to convince you? <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh. So I went away, went away with the 19s that year, uh, New Zealand 19s, the tournament in South Africa, came back. And uh, I was like, man, I still want to play number eight. So I decided, and you now going back to club rugby, you know, to chuck on the, the World Cups, you know, the Adidas World Cup boots. And uh, and I thought oh, I I want to go back to number eight, so I played a handful of games, and I think uh, Steve Hansen at the time sort of caught wind of it, and uh, sort of and he rang our <clears throat> county 
county's NPC coach at the time and said, tell that Sakopa Kipple to uh, get back to the front row. So <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> the World Cup boots and uh, and pretty much uh, adopted the, the eight-sprig front yeah. row boot. Yeah, nice. Yeah. When, you, when you joined the Tars, <clears throat> Tatafu and Palu were there, I think, and we assume they were big influences for you, but who did you look at for propping inspiration? Yeah, look, I, I, obviously, yeah. I mean, those guys, you know, that I, that was half the reason why I, I loved, you know, I, I was first approached by them and they just welcomed me massively with, warm, you know, warm hearts and took me under their wing. And um, But at the time growing up here, you sort of looked at Cole Heyman, you know, um, he was a massive, you know, figure in New Zealand rugby at the time. And um, But when I moved over, you know, I had, you know, my, uh, Al Baxter, you know, who was someone that was, you know, consistent, very professional, yeah. um, good at his job, you know, and I I was fortunate enough to, yeah, they, you know, those were the guys that I learned off and, and himself and Matt Dunning and Ben Robinson. So um, when I moved over there, you know, that, that was the crew and, and I just soaked in and, and, and tried to learn as much as I could. Not so much uh, Matt Dunning's drop kicking, but... Um, <laughs> But everything else around that, you know, um, yeah. So the, you know, Al Baxter was a massive part on on, on my transition, and you know, having the Tatafu there was awesome. Yeah, man, it, it's it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah, for us, you've had such you know amazing influences so early on in your career, and as, as I getting to play with your brother, he, he was just such a smart footy player and a really good footy player. I, I actually sent him a message saying, "Did he have any dirt on you?" You know, anything that we can bring up. And he basically just sent this really lovely, nice, supportive message saying how proud he is of you and all this sort of stuff. But I think the the one little dig to come out of it is he said his name was Keps originally in New Zealand rugby. (laughs) And uh, now he's the Kepunator. And uh, I quite like that, to be fair. I think that's a better nickname. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we thought if that was the worst, mate, if that's the worst dirt we can get on you, then you must be an all right bloke. Yeah, look, um, he he obviously he was the person that he's a bit older than me, so he's yeah. he's a few years older. So he I used to look up to him, and you know he was uh, he played age group rugby here in New Zealand, and you know he I always talk about the story where it was Christmas Day one morning, and he woke me up and he goes, "Let's go for a run," and I'm like, "Who runs on Christmas Day, man? Like, we you know we're about to have a big feed." And <laughs> anyways, you know, years later, what I take out of that is. It's just hard work, you know, to get you anywhere. It's just, you know, when everyone's having a rest or day off, you, you're still working and, you know, um, but yeah, going on the name, you know, he, we both went to Wizard College and we all used the code names there. And, and so, you know, um, his name was, well, they, the code name is your first three letters of your surname. Yeah. Um, is, is KEP. And then, his one was the first two letters of your first name, which is S-I, so Kipsy. Yeah. You know, but then people just called him Kips. And then I came in and mine was Kipse, so S-E. But <laughs> then um, when he went into the rugby world, they all just called him Kips. Yeah. And uh, he finished from the rugby world. I, I transi- transitioned in and then everyone has just called me Kips along the way. And, and uh, so, yeah, that that's uh, – yeah, I, I don't apologise for that, but um, – <laughs> <laughs> well, other, other yeah. than that, he seems like he's really proud of you. <laughs> he was yeah. just saying like how much respect 
for his coffee yeah. and everything you've achieved and how the family's really, really proud. And uh, it was a, it was a glowing review, like as good as they get. I wouldn't send anything half as good about him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If, I, if someone asked Harry, he'd just be ripping on me. That's so. right. I have all the dirt. No, I think I'm still that little brother to him, really. Um, we're, we're six years apart, so he's, uh, but he's, I, I, yeah, he's always been very supportive and just passionate about. He's, he's got his Aussie citizenship now, so he's Aussie through, right through and through. Very good, and, man. Um, he doesn't even have a New Zealand passport, so that's why he's so passionate. Yeah, <laughs> good man. <laughs> we. We uh, look at looking a little bit further into your career. We mentioned the time at the Tars, and we're both Waratahs fans. So, the strongest memory I have of you playing was your 2017 runaway try against the Chiefs. If I can just relive it for a moment, because I watched it on highlight a couple of times this week again. But 60 meters out, you get the ball, you you run through Jonah Lowe, burn Aaron Cruden, and then you palm DMAC from about the 22 meter line for about 20 meters straight until he finally trips you up. You crawl yeah. over and dive over the line and finish it. Do you, do you remember that try? And if so, what what are you thinking at that time as a front rower with that much space and players like that of that caliber coming at you? Yeah. Oh man, it's I don't even know who the players were until I actually you know re replayed it and watched it in um, on on film. But I just remember we were but we were down and I just I was like a couple of times before. I was on that edge and, you know, there was, a, there was a couple of plays where I was just screaming for it, didn't get it. And there's just this one time and I was like, I, I just, yeah, I guess pinned my ears back and and just ran as hard as I could. And obviously I was looking inside to try and give the pass to Tangele Nayarora. But um, I was just like, I can actually get, get to the line from here, I reckon, if I just keep, yeah. um, uh, what's it called, uh, Damien McKenzie at bay. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I got there in the end, but it was, um, yeah, it was. I was, I was puffed out after that. I was done. I think, I think we were all passed out. <laughs> Just to, to be fair, so that no, yeah. that was that was an awesome try. Look, let's let's jump a little bit into uh, you know Moana Pacifica. Yeah. Um, my first question is like, how how early were you brought into the setup, or when you know where, was it starting to be talked about? Because I I know you were at London Irish, and I think yeah. that sort of a few things sort of fell through there or, or something happened at that point? Yeah, so I, I still had, um, in 2021, <clears throat> um, well, in lockdown 2020, um, we came back here in April. So we're going a while back. So a couple of years ago, yeah, we the lockdown happened in March. And I m- remember very well because it happened right after the weekend on my two boys' birthday. And a month later, there was no movement with the rugby. There was going to be canned. So we thought, oh, we'd come back to New Zealand just to visit family. Yep. And the borders were still open. So we came back here for a couple of months and visited family and just sort of was able to, you know, settle in and and and, and spend time with our families that we hadn't spent time with in a long time. So um, went back to, to London and my wife and I sort of discussed that um, I'd finish off 2021 season uh, with uh, with London Irish, and then I'd return home. Uh, but they were going to come home earlier to New Zealand. So, long story short, I guess um, found out that I couldn't enter New Zealand without my wife and kids at the time. Like the restrictions were so tough. I'm a, I'm an Aussie, Aussie citizen. I, I yeah. although I grew up here, I wasn't able to enter on my own for some reason. We we, we explored every sort of 
avenue knowing like we could have flown to Australia, but it cost us at the time a hundred a hundred k. Yeah, and I was like, man. Anyways, we we sort of had to hand in my my resignation to London Irish. You know, it was, it was a disappointing you know time because it was I I didn't want to leave, but I I, I just couldn't um, yeah. stay there because. With all the uncertainty of trying to get back to New Zealand, uh, with my family was the hardest one. And so, in the in the end, we decided to to return back. And so, in twenty twenty one February, we we came back here. And honestly, um, you know, I thought I was done with rugby, and 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 I was just gonna, um, I you know, I'm passionate about coaching, and I want to um, coach, you know, um, end up coaching, you know, rugby, and you know, later on down the track. So. We came back and uh, and we sort of sat in in uh, quarantine at the time, and got a call from, I think it was the Highlanders. They had an injury to Jermaine Ainsley, um, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I could still play here in New Zealand. And yeah. anyways, that was kind of like the moment I sort of I sort of felt, oh well, for the bug um, yeah, sort of put that that flame back and the the, you know, and and so I just dropped the. The, the the KFC and the unhealthy eating and sort of started uh, getting into the salads uh, just to stay in shape. But um, yeah, got out of isolation and then County sort of came to the party and they sort of were interested to for me to play for a couple of seasons. And that's really, really sort of hit home that, you know, I could still actually play some rugby here. And, and not long after, um, I think Moana, um, I think this was in May 2021, um, they sort of tabled an offer and said they were interested. And I was just like, wow, you know, um, I'm not sure how the body will hold up at Super Rugby, but um, if this is meant to be, then I'll, I'll definitely give it a crack. So, yeah, so sort of by, yeah, uh, I guess August when when they'd got their licence in September last year, um, less than a year ago, really, um, you know, we would sign signed in. And I never really knew what to expect. Um, let alone get named as captain and, and all that. I just wanted to be a part of a, a Super Rugby team and and to train hard and and to put my hand up and 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 you know trying to be my best. And then yeah, here we are. You know, come January, you know, you sort of asked to be captain, and it was just I don't know what to expect. Really, I was yep. never been captain, mm-hmm. and but to to be able to step into that role with the help of you know Christian and and a few of the other senior boys. Uh, we were able to, I guess, guide the team as best as we could. Just on on that, I um, we we were so excited when we heard Moana Pacifica were coming in, and a guy mm. I grew up playing with, Michael Ala Alatoa, uh, got oh, to, yeah. to captain them in that first first game yeah. that they had. Uh, I think it was twenty twenty maybe. But yeah. um, I mean, one of our highlights for the year definitely is you know the seeing the raw emotions of you when you were taking that captaincy and, and named as captain and. Yeah, how did it feel at that time? Like, what what did that mean to you after such a long career and, and being able to give back to the the Pacific Islands like that? Oh man, um, yeah, like I, I get goosebumps thinking about that day. Just how it all panned out. You know, my family, I didn't know my family were coming that day, and <clears throat> um, and we were just told that it was a meeting. Um, we had a barbecue planned for that afternoon at my place um, with the with the whole team, and. Uh, the funny thing was, my wife was told to organise my family to, to be there, but 
she hadn't told me anything. She just said to me, oh, I can't help you with cooking the salads for the barbecue. And I was like, that's weird. You always do everything for me, you know, especially when it's <laughs> organizing the boys for a barbecue. She goes, oh, I've got to help my sister. Anyways, you know, we turn up, we had a training that morning and we just got told that we had a meeting in the afternoon at about one o'clock um, if we could all be there promptly. And, and as we were singing, I, um, I was sort of, I had my mask on. I was singing with, you know, one of the guys next to me and we're just harmonizing, eyes closed and everything. And it just happened to me when I woke up or mm. opened my eyes that I seen my family and I seen a people there and I looked over and I seen my sister and my, my wife and everyone and I was just like, oh man, you know, it just, I just couldn't, my tears just started flowing and, um, and it just all, I guess, for me, it was, it was just humbling and, and, for me to, you know, like with this whole uncertainty of I wasn't going to play again to being named to, to lead this team and first time for this team to be, you know, inaugural team to be part of the Super Rugby was just um, all those emotions came to, you know, to the forefront and I just um, couldn't help but sort of just be all emotional. And, and that's me. I'm, I'm a emotional guy when I'm when I'm happy and sad and um and all, you know, that was just, uh, I guess, yeah, like like you said, raw emotions. Eh? I was just so, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, just happy and overwhelmed by the whole occasion. It's it's awesome to be able to see that that raw emotion as well, especially, you know, someone in, in a leadership role and someone we've looked up to for a long period of time. And, and I think that's a really positive thing to, you know, for everyone to be able to see. Yeah. Oh, and, and it's, yeah, I guess, you know, the biggest thing with our, our boys, you know, about, um, you know, being vulnerable and being who you are, you know, that's all we want you to be. And, yep. and coming into our environment, we just want the, the boys to be themselves. And, uh, you know, if we if, if they can be that, then we know that we'll get the best out of them. So, yep. yeah, I guess uh, that was just me leading in that <laughs> in that way. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Can you... Can you explain a little bit about the meaning of the of Moana in Moana Pacifica to the Pacific Islands, I guess, in the ocean? I, to my understanding, it's yeah. an important part of the uh, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess I guess um, I, I forget the the proverb, but you know, um, basically, in a nutshell, you know, we're not um, we're not seen for the smallest of our, our of our of our nations and our islands, but for the vastness and the greatness of our oceans. So um, that's basically, yeah, I guess who we are, you know, the Moana is us, we're navigators, you know, our, our ancestors were, sea, you know, seafarers and, and people who traveled the oceans, you know, from the sweet potatoes picked up in the South of America, you know, in South America to all over the world. And, um, and, and that's, that's, you know, that's a, I guess in a, in a short explanation is basically, you know, our people sailed and and the the you know the oceans the biggest Pacific, you know the biggest ocean in the world is the Pacific Ocean you know and yep. I guess uh, yeah basically that's us you know the the Moana is us and and um, yeah nah, that's, 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 that's a better way to explain it and um, yeah that that we were great sea you, you know we we traveled the oceans and traveled the seas you know yep. back in in the in the in the very back you know in the days yep um 
I, I look, I, I love to hear the meaning behind it. I, I think that's a good move forward for Super Rugby yeah. and you know even Australian rugby bringing in that culture and history. But yeah. I, I think the, the one of the trickiest things to understand is that pre-season and how it looks for a new startup team compared to you know a, a team that that's been around for a long time and, and you're bringing in the culture and the habits and all these sort of things through that. So, so how different yeah. was it, you know, this, this season building in with that new startup site? Yeah, look, you know, um, we, we basically had to start from scratch and, um, and what I mean by that is, you know, we, with the COVID thing going on, we couldn't officially train, you know, October, 2021, you know, September, October, we trained uh, maybe 10 of us that was in Auckland because um, Auckland was all shut off. So um, maybe 10 of us trained uh, unofficially as a group here in Auckland at the time. Yep. And then we all gathered on January 5 as a whole squad. Never met any of them, you know, met, you know, some of them met for the first time, seeing a few of them on TV, you know, playing for Hawks Bay and, Tasman in the final for you know against Waikato or whatever, and um, and so we just had to really fast track everything you know from building those relationships you know the um, putting in place systems for our you know attack defense like you know <laughs> so yeah. um, but it was it was you know like mm. uh, you know myself and Christian and a few others you know were were very you know, a blessed to be, you know, at the Brumbies, at the Waratahs, you know, to all the most prestige, um, you know, uh, super rugby teams there in Australia. And we were able to bring some of those learnings over and and, and just help build this team. And so um, together with, you know, Aaron, you know, being someone of, of such calibre, he was able to, to lead from the front and and everyone just got around each other. And, you know, the island way, you know, more hands make, you know, less work for everyone. So we just, we just all try to, get a grip of it and actually try to make up that ground that we'd lost, you know, um, yep. in the preseason, but also since the Super Rugby started, you know, 25 years ago that it was started. So, um, and we're still, we're still learning. We've just had a, a really robust review and, and trying to get better for next year, but um, it was challenging, but at the same time, very enjoyable. Like yeah. I, um, you know, trying to get guys, teach guys, you know, what, um, you know, professionalism looks like and, and trying, them, you know, to get them to grow and, and, and learn into that space. It was uh, it was challenging at times, but really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, awesome. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> creating a, a culture around the team, I loved watching the, the Fa'avai, I think it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, can, can you tell us about how that comes about and, and I guess what it means to the team as well? I think we're also accustomed to seeing the haka. And this was something that I, I guess we're not as familiar with. Yeah, so the Fa'avai, um, basically, we didn't want to do a haka or sipitau or sivatau, you know, like a war dance or, you know, um, ours is, so the Fa'avai means foundation and and in Samoan, so in Fa'avai and Tongan. And so basically that's us being the first year, you know, the, the pioneers of this team and, and trying to lay a foundation that, um, and it's and in that faavai is 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 welcoming the oppos- the opposition into our space. So you know the way we stand um, in our we 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 make it as uh, we shape it like a fale, so like a 
a fale being like the old school um, houses or or, yep. or huts in the, on the islands where it's the roof and the four pillars. Yep. yep. And those four pillars were were our values, and and those connections. Um, you know, we had a, a a lovely guy come on come in and, and choreograph the whole thing for us, and that was all incorporated with the the roof and the four pillars. We were facing each other. And then we, we open that space and we're facing the opposition and we're welcoming them into that space. So it's yeah. all about, you know, all those words are, are basically, um, it's, it's Turo means, you know, um, we respect, you know, we, we open up, um, you know, and it's obviously our faith and God yeah. to our, to our ancestors, to our opposition and, and we're acknowledging, you know, and, and our humility to the ground, yeah. to the land and all those words are incorporating all the, the 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 things that I guess keep us grounded, the things we believe in, our our, our history, our people that have gone before us, and we're acknowledging the opposition. So, um, basically, that's 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 what's that that's what that means, and and just welcoming them into that space, and and uh, but not very yeah, we're we're not talking in there about killing anybody, which is uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> After that, yeah. uh, that Fa'avai, uh, that foundation you're talking about, you then got through in the deep with a few more challenges throughout this year. I think it was five games in a you know 19 day period, and and that's a pretty unique experience, I'm sure, as a you know a professional player, professional side, and you know those disruptions through COVID. You know, how did you guys navigate through that? Oh man, yeah, it was it was. I guess you know. Um, Never been done in Super Rugby history, right? And, and uh, you know, uh, it was our first year. We're throwing everything. Everything was thrown at us first time, you know. First to hit COVID. Yeah, yeah. You know, Queenstown. First to catch, you know, everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, six games in 21 days or whatever it was. Um, yeah. But look, it's, it, it, you know, if you look at it in, in, a, in a, I guess, in, in a positive manner, like yep. we were able to get everyone on the field. Everyone got a game. Yep. Everyone got a taste of super rugby. Everyone was able to, to to prepare. We even called guys in, you know, from uh, from club rugby. So, you know, and and we're able to we're able to have a taste of of what our environment tastes like, um, but also have an experience of what super rugby is. And um, and now everyone knows what the level is, what what's required, and we need to get to 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 stay there and perform at that level. So. Um, yeah, I guess we just rolled with the punches and at the time we didn't really have time to blink or, you know, or look sideways. We just had to keep, stay on task and our coaches, you know, were in overdrive, you know, um, working in terms of getting players in, you know, prep for the next game, review the last game. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, look, I'm, I'm glad we, we went through it and, you know, I don't think there'll be a, a, a any more difficult year than, the year that was, but no we took it all in our strides, and uh, I'm just grateful that we were able to get through that. Um, you know, you know, we'll have a laugh about it now and 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 whatnot. But I, I, it's something that I, I really enjoyed, and at the time wasn't easy, but uh, yeah, I was very enjoyable. Yeah, and not only to come through that so well, but you guys <clears throat> managed in your first year ever to get two wins: the first against the Hurricanes, and then obviously the final game of the season against the Brumbies who are, you know, top four side as well. Two pretty phenomenal wins for a team in their first season. Can you just talk to the feeling in the group after that win against the Hurricanes in particular? 
Oh man, yeah. I, I think I, men- I mentioned in one of my interviews it was pretty close to that Super 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 Rugby, you know, title in 2014. Um, not so much, you know, like very similar. Um, yep. Not so much that we won a championship, but the fact that only we knew what we went through in Queenstown, um, what we'd yep. gone through in preseason leading into that. You know, we'd would come off a, a heavy loss against. The Chiefs, but when I look back in, in in hindsight, there was a lot of that was our first game after Queenstown, and I think when we had got back, oh man, the boys were emotionally done. Eh? we were pretty cooked. Um, it was just a long time away from family and and a lot of uncertainty. And for the boys to get back, it was just like man, it was the biggest relief. And so, I guess we went into that game a bit um, emotionally. Yeah, I yeah. guess overwhelmed and, and cooked really is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, and we we just had no energy, but it showed. I guess the next week when we played the Hurricanes, you know, we we had some prep. We had a normal week of prep, and uh, and we we're able to you know get one over them. And oh, it was just a massive relief, and I think it was for the whole organization as well because again. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of work had been gone gone on in the background to try and get this team over the line and to get a win quite early on was pretty satisfying. Obviously, that's that's gonna be one of the highlights for you. Another highlight for us was Lily Alfano, you know, being the first Pacifica pay, uh, player to get yeah. that, you know, one thousand point mark. Was it was there any other moments that or you know, a key moment that stood out for you throughout the year or or was you know one of the ones we've already touched on? <laughs> Yeah, look, obviously, like, you know, those those personal um, achievements were awesome. You know, like Christian's son running on, you know, yeah. no other team's done that before, you know. And so I guess that's where we... Thank God he kicked know, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, did, he did mention to me, mate, I've got to try to get my thousand tonight. Come on, brother. And so <laughs> every, time, every time I got a penalty, I said, oh, we'll go for the three points. We won't go for the win. We'll get the three points tonight. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so we we had a we, we I, got, I got a bit of money for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Um, but no, there was it was it was um, you know like times like that. You know there was there was a lot of guys debut. You know even our first game against the Crusaders. You know um, the effort and to see our boys that very first game just throw everything at the Crusaders. You know we were, you know we were I think six or seven points down with you know 12 minutes to go you know um and and it was just the experience of the crusaders that were you know um you know you know what they're like they're just gritty and they go all the way and you know uh, a couple of decisions gone our way you know we would have been closer but um for me that was like a massive moment it was like a watershed moment where oh we're here now we're you know we want to stay here we want you know we want to be here forever yep kind of thing um yeah, just to get your first cap for for Moana down there um, was pretty special, you know. And I guess to finish the season the way we did against the Brumbies, um, and to hear their feedback and how they felt was was very humbling. And it was just nice to to, to finish the, the year on that note. Um, although I only spent ten minutes on the field, but I uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to let that one slide. We, yeah, we were going to touch on it. <laughs> so officially one 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 forty nine point one. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so you'll be you're back for next year just to write that, eh? Just so you can get a proper one fifty. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, so yeah, grateful that I've, I've got one more season, and um, yeah, I sort of look forward to to getting back into it come November. If we uh, if we look at the recruitment of the club and then where it's come to now, a lot of the players were <clears> taken <throat> out of Mitre Ten Cup um, this year, or from from. To start in the squad this year and now at the end of the year, Samoa has 14 plays in their squad. Tonga have 13 in their squad, which is a huge achievement in itself. But I guess, do you see that the long-term or at least the short-term recruitment plan for Moana Pacifica is going to be out of uh, Bunnings MPC, sorry? Or is it going to be something where they're drawing a few, a few more players out of uh, club competitions in Tonga and Samoa? And Fiji? Yeah, I- yeah, I think I think eventually it'll get to that stage. Um, like obviously, like like I said, I think the license came through late last year in about August. So, you know, it was it was a hard it was hard work for the, you know, for for coaches and everyone to make those recruitments. And so, now that we've got, um, yeah, like you said, the twenty odd, almost thirty players playing for in the PNC, um, that's a win already for us, you know, and to see those guys. Play at that stage on that stage coming from a Super Rugby uh, season this season is, is is massive, and you can see those guys kicking on now and and actually dominating in those you know. And you look at Samoa and how well they played, you know, and um, and you know Tonga obviously, you know, um, it's just nice for those guys to push on to high honours, uh, having gone from Super Rugby rather than gone from from in, from uh, club rugby this year. So. So, yeah, I, I guess, you'd, you know, I, ideally I think they want to start recruiting from the islands and, and I guess provided the borders are open and and, and those infrastructures are, are laid there in Tonga and Samoa especially. You know, Fiji have done a great job over the years building that high performance. So, um, but I think, yeah, it still gives a lot of opportunity for, for the guys here running around the MPC um, opportunities to, to make the team. And, but it's... You know, as as we've mentioned before, um, yeah, our net we can cast out all over the world, can't we? So it yeah. doesn't it doesn't mean that it's only New Zealand, but it's also guys that that are playing over in Europe that you know that want to come back and be closer to family and uh, guys that are in Japan now. And with everything going on, I think everybody wants to be close to family. So if this can be the vessel for them to to be at home, but also pursue those dreams of playing for Tonga, Samoa, and Fiji. Um, I think we're in the right place. With that net that can be cast so wide, like if you could pick any player of Pacifica heritage that's currently playing to, to join Moana Pacifica in 2023, could you could you name one, like one key player that you, you'd love to have on board? Pretty hard. Um, <laughs> oh, there's a few going around. This, this, um, is, this got posted to us by one of our... Um, one of our, our mates, Rev, from Rugby Fixation. So he's pretty keen to hear who you'd bring in. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I couldn't look too far, too far past my good old mate, Izzy. Um, yeah. It'd be awesome for us, I guess, um, you know, as a leader, but also uh, helping, you know, and, and obviously he's, you, I speak to the guys in Tonga, you know, you know him and Charles and, and Malakai Fekitoa are doing a great job there, at, you know, and, and leading the way with those boys. But, yep. yeah, I guess he's... I'm being biased, but um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you're allowed to be biased. Um, 
Oh, and I think we tried to approach him last year, and and I think at the the Japanese club had snapped them up already. Um, <laughs> yeah. look, we've got the next big, th- best best thing. We've got Christian there, so uh, he's doing a great job. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. Who is uh, who's the hardest hitter in the Moana Pacifica side, and does that automatically make them the hardest hitter in world rugby? Pretty <laughs> close. Oh, yeah. I think I think you, you you can't look too far past um, Solomon Funaki. He's got you got some cement shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got to be he, he, him and Almora. I right? like they they both look like yeah. they just munch people. Well, him and well, that, yeah. They, well, those two, you know, they're 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 out. Obviously, mm. Solomon is and he's in quite close. But those two, but the two that in the backs would be um, Timothy. Uh, yeah, far and then you've got Levi Almore. Um, those two, man, they they they're built like brick shit houses. Eh? <laughs> brick with eyes. Speaking of uh, Tavatavanawai, we were absolutely keen as anything to see him play. We talked about him in the preseason on this show, uh, yeah. just because he was just tearing it up in the in the Bunnings MPC. And then he did. Yeah. I, I think he kind of got his opportunity around that time where you guys played the six games in twenty one days. Was he injured before that, or was he just working his way into squad the squad? Because once he had his opportunity, he was arguably the most yeah. electric player in the entire competition. Like he was just unbelievable. Yeah, I think he swallowed a sheep down in uh, in Nelson there. So he, uh, he the, the trainers are trying to get that get that out of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I I remember very well. One of the this was so funny. Um, one of the boys asked me when Jimmy got well. We call him Jimmy the br- the br- Jimmy the Brass and. Um, and he he got named on the wing one that first game, and one of the boys were like, "Bro, have you seen this guy play? Have you like, has he does he go all right?" And I said, "Man, the only footage I remember of him was he played uh, Tasman played Hawks Bay, and he was running down the sideline, and someone is running across from Hawks Bay, try to absolutely smoke him, and he's just like swatted him off, like banged him, and that guy's the Hawks Bay players was flowing off him and." And Jim's just walked over the, you know, jogged over the try line and scored. And I was like, man, he's pretty strong. Like, he reminds <clears> me of Kutsova, eh? Anyways, first game, just couldn't tackle him. No one could tackle him, eh? And, All the way to the um, last game. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he's an our squat wreck trying to squat with us with no belt, you know, just 200 on the back, <laughs> just up and down, like, for fun. And he's like, Russ, uh, any more? Any more? <laughs> so he's, uh, but he's a, he's a character. He's he's good fun and awesome to be in the team environment. So we've got guys like him and and Levi just playing around with one seventy on the bench. Disgraceful. <laughs> Disgraceful for for backs for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, the sports. One, one thing we're keen to see, and you might have to put in a, a word for us, is the all access Moana Pacifica um, yeah. documentary that's that's airing. I think now on, on Sky Sports in, in New Zealand, look, mate, we, we want to see this so bad. So I don't know if you, you've got access, you can maybe flick it to us or if you can put in a bit of word with, with just, them. Or... Yeah, surely you can get on in Sky Sports here and just get them to oh, pass really? it out around the world. Is it not, is it, is it not out there in, uh, in Stan nah, Sport? We nah. can't see it. We can't see oh, it at the moment. Let me leave it with me. I'll, I'll have a chat to the, uh, to the guys at um, the commercial guys to try to get that over. Yeah. Please, it's mate, cool. please. It's 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 it is only one week, but it's um yeah. I mean that's that's only like 
a snippet, a snippet, <laughs> yeah. a snippet of what the season was like. But it's uh, it's all pretty. It's it's good fun, man. It's you. You guys, I reckon, will enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Great. Um, we're shifting on to uh, I guess the international scene. Obviously, a massive change has happened in the last twelve months in terms of international eligibility, allowing players yeah. to change allegiance to the country of birth after three years, uh, a three-year stand-down period. I guess, firstly, as a Pacifica Heritage player, what does it mean to you um, as yourself and also all the players from the islands? Yeah, I guess I guess for me, like, um, you know, like that opens the door. Um, but for, I guess it's more so, I guess the guys <clears> that are, and, and you look at those guys that are now playing for Samoa, you know, Jordan Telfor, Fritz Lee, you know, Charles Putel, um, guys that have had a handful of tests for New Zealand, but also uh, Australia that um, that have gone overseas and, and weren't able to make the All Blacks any longer and, and have come back now with that door open. Um, and it's just strengthening the, every team that, you know, that they can and, and play for. So I guess, you know, we've said it before, the more of the best players in the world playing, you know, for each country, and on that on that on that main stage in the World Cup, that you know the more eyes on TV, the more following, and the better it is for the game. Um, you're closing those gaps, you know, between tier one, tier two nations, and and yeah, and you inspire guys to make choices of who they want to play for, you know. Um, and and I think that's the beauty of our game, and, and that's what we're trying to do with Moana is, you know, is you know inspire the the next generation of of Pacific Island kids to. Um, you know, to play for our island nations and, and play for our Moana Pacifica team, uh, firstly. Yeah. So that's all we're trying to do. And, um, yeah, I guess we're, we're already trying, we're already seeing the the fruits of that, you know, with, uh, I guess, the, the Samoans sneaking past Aussie A. Um, yeah, and, I, know, and we're, I think we're kind of split there, but, you know, uh, <laughs> it was a win win for us. Uh, you know, I was disappointed for my, for the Aussie, yeah. the Aussie A boys, but, I'm happy for our Samoan boys that we're playing. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous that they could go forth, you know, in that that comp. But good, how good for the the Pacific sides. But look, speaking yeah. on that uh, international eligibility, has has Todd Kafu slid into your DMs? Or oh, there's, I mean, there's been a lot of injuries at the Wallabies as well. Okay, <laughs> Rennie, 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 or, or Kafu sliding the DMs? Yeah. Well, right. Um, nah, neither, neither have, have slotted me a DM. So just I'm still waiting. Of course, I'm still waiting for either role. Um, no, nah, but it's I've had a chat with with um, with Dautai and in Brisbane we were there and um, I guess my biggest one was just look there's there's a lot of young props still you know Tongan that are that are playing overseas that are playing here in New Zealand and in Australia so um, you know I've I've done my dash you know and I feel like you know I'm you know those I, those those opportunities are for those boys but um, but I said hey look. Never say never. If uh, if I'm needed, I'll, I'll I'll kindly put my hand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, um, but yeah, look, that's that's all I said, and and uh, and I, I think yeah, there's there's no shortage of Tongan props, that's for sure. Yeah, so, I um I played with Lola here, who's in the squad now, I yeah. think as well. Yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's a solid he's player, but mate. So if, if you're not there playing, maybe run the waters and just put a put a word in there to get him on the field. Yeah, oh, I'd love to, and and. If I hadn't had this NPC commitments at the moment, um, I would have. Luckily, I would have um, loved, loved, loved to to duck over there and just you know 
be a fly on the wall and, and just observe and learn, really, eh? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and you said you wanted to get into coaching. Do you have a role Ooh. with that at the Moana Pacifica <clears throat> side or, or what's your plan there? No, no. Um, so obviously just purely playing and, um, yeah, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, but I've, I've, I've done my cert two and level two, or whatever it is, and slowly ticking away at, yep. at um, you know, just doing little, you know, spot coaching, scrummaging coaching. That's, you know, fully passionate about, I guess. Yep. Um, um, but doing little things just to, um, to add, you know, and, and I guess whether, wherever I end up, it'll just be, um, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, um, I guess jump to, you know, I'll just want to take it, take it easier yeah, and, and learn really learn more than, and, and before I even try and, um, and, and, and get to, I guess the higher teams, but, um, I guess the first 15 or something would be, uh, would be nice, nice way to start. If you um, if you want to set the bar really low, I, I'm involved with the Subbies team in Sydney oh, here, Barney Hammerheads. So you're welcome <laughs> to come it's a great down. place to start. It's, a great it's, place it's to in start. Sydney, mate. It's a good spot. You know, Man. Southern <laughs> Shire. So more than welcome. The already told me. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we've, we've got a very good culture. Most mostly Pacific Islander boys and Kevies, mate. None of us annoying Aussies. So it's all good. But um, really? look, this at the moment we. It would be crazy not to talk about the Aussie series. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, speaking of coaching, let's say you're the, the Wallabies forwards coach. Yeah. Who are your starting props if everyone's healthy for Australia? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. You've got to throw your bench in there yeah, as well. You, you back players. Yeah. Oof. That's a hard one, man. Why are you guys putting that on me? He's, he's <laughs> not, I know. That's rough. That's real mean. I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm best mates of all of them. The question is like, um, you got Ala Ala Toa and you got two both, both I honestly reckon world class players. Like, yeah, the argument isn't who's better. It's do you, do you have Tupo on the bench to come off as an impact, as an impact player, player or do you, do you start him and to bring that impact early? Like, Different coaches are going to manage that differently. Do you, do you have a thought mm. on how you'd, you'd run those things? Really, it's the same question for, for yeah. Bell and Slipper, to be <clears> honest, as well. Yeah. One of each. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Look, if I if I look at it from going off last year as well, like, I mean, you've got two workhorses in 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 terms of Allen and and Slips, you know, and Scotty, you know, and then and then it's just what? How do you want to? How do you want to frame it? Do you want to? You know, and then then you've got um, Daniela and 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 Belly that are awesome off the bench, like they just carry and they just come on and just carry and carry and carry. So, you know, uh, I, you know, maybe if that was my, you know, I'd, I'd most likely start Belly and and uh, uh, sorry, um, Slips or Scotty and and Ellen, and then you know they just do all the tackling and all the grunt work and just hit rucks and smash, you know, moors and whatnot. Not to say that the other two don't, but. They, those two, I feel like they, they're just the awesome off the bench, just throw everything, eh? Um, yeah. As finishes and yeah, I mean that's I'm 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 happy, you know, I'm happy for Aussie rugby that we've got those caliber of players. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, and I mean, you look at the the ball running now, you know, front rowers, yeah, there's no shortage of them in Aussie. Eh? So it's just nice to sit here and, and just watch those boys and message them on a, you know, personally and and just congratulate them on, on how they're all going. So, 
but that's that's the way I see it. And I think you marry those guys up together and, and it's just who you want to start, how do you yeah. want to start, how do you want to finish? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I've, I've got one last question for you. Yeah. Um, two big tests this weekend. Firstly, Wallabies versus England test two, but also Samoa versus Tonga. Not who do you want to win, but who do you who are you tipping to win those two games? Well, I can't believe you're asking me these questions. <laughs> these are all coming from him. I just want you to notice that this is all Harry. Well, Wallabies will win. Wallabies will win again. Um, it's yeah, I want them, but I know they'll win again, and that's yep. yeah. I think I think they'll massively they'll they get a lot out of last week playing with 14 men and just build on that. Uh, with all the adversity they've gone through, uh, yeah, uh, they'll have a better week of prep with Lollisio there and, you know, whoever they have, whether it's, it's uh, James O'Connor that's backing 10. But um, Thomas Samoa, holy hecka. Um, <laughs> you, can, yeah. you, can, you can dance around my it if you want. <laughs> my heart says one thing, but my brain's telling me another. <laughs> draw, it's a draw. Yeah, it's a draw, mate. Um, nah, look, it's... Look, obviously Samoa again have, have taken a lot of confidence out of last week. They've got some awesome, you know, um, you know, like performance there. I thought they they play some really good rugby. And then I guess Tonga, uh, you know, they're they're building. They've had a few injuries from what I hear in camp. So, um, but I'm sure they'll be hurting after last week, and they don't want to see that performance again. And um, yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be a it'll be a brutal match, I reckon. And especially those guys that know each other uh, <laughs> from our team. Add some flavour. There'll be a bit of uh, a bit of uh, extra salt in there. Uh... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Sakobi, Caps, mate, uh, Mala Opito, thank you for coming on, mate. We've we've really enjoyed this. We we could keep you all day, I'm sure. But um, yeah, thanks for giving us your time today. Hope you enjoyed it like we did. Nah, man, like it's uh, it's a pleasure, boys. Um, thank you very much for having me. And uh, yeah, just just obviously. You know, I, I love connecting back to you know, Aussie's Aussie's home for my family and and yeah. my wife and kids. So, whenever I'm talking to the old the old uh, Aussie slang and the Aussie uh, lingo, it's pretty cool. Um, we, me and Christian keep it going here because we we hang on to that. Yeah, very <laughs> good. Um, but it's it's a pleasure, man. It's always nice to give back and give you guys a bit of insight on uh, what's going on and what's happening and what's happened in my life. So. Uh, humbling to be able to chat to you boys and thanks for having um, making the time for me thanks mate we really appreciate it gentlemen thank you very much hey,